At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Yo, VP99, this is for Josh Applebaum. Of course, sign up right now, vsin.com slash subscribe. Smile, Josh. vsin.com slash subscribe. You get the pro tools, you get the pro picks, including Apple Bombs, pro tips every single day. It's an introductory offer right now. It's only $9.99. I can't, you crazy for that one, Len Mead. vsin.com slash subscribe. We got you back here on Sharp Money. Before we welcome in our next guest and a good friend of mine, I go back to another friend. That's Amal Shaw, co-host of the program. You've got to play. Yeah, Troy's second half here in this matchup against Arkansas State. They're down 34-30 at the break. Number somewhere between six and a half and seven. I like Troy here to bounce back. And the other thing is, Patrick, when you see a number like seven, it seems large. But remember, when you're down four, you're going to be in a situation, A, you have to win the game. So that's already five points right there. And it could be a situation where you got to nail some free throws down the stretch. While I read something important for Josh, can you check in on our family play, Amal, and give us an update on that under with Indiana State and Evansville? Start your morning with VEASAN's new podcast, VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Josh Applebaum gives you every piece of info you need to be ready for betting the day's biggest games in just 15 minutes. It's awesome. It's a must listen every morning. He discusses the line movement, injuries, and what you need to be looking at before you make your bets. Make the VEASAN Daily Morning Podcast part of your morning routine. Download and subscribe 
subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. He doesn't need an intro on the network. He's been around for years, but I love the guy. A systems-based handicapper. He is one, Josh Applebaum. By the way, App State, South Alabama. He had a write-up earlier today about that game and also a big one tonight in the Pac-12. Arizona at USC. What is cracking Josh Applebaum? Patrick and Amal, it's great to be with you. I'm excited to make my Sharp Money debut, guys. I've been waiting forever to join this show. You guys are doing a fantastic job. And Patrick and Amal, I just got to say, we're feeling really good in Boston today because the Bruins locked up pasta. You better make some ZD tonight or some pasta, whatever it may be, guys, because David Pasternak sticking around in Boston, eight years, 90 million. This was really a worrisome thing for the Bruins. He went all year, hadn't been re-signed. Now he's locked into the fold. We brought in Tyler Bertuzzi, Patrick, from your neck of the woods with the Detroit Red Wings. The Bruins are plus 400 to win the cup. I hope we're going to have some duck boats ready this uh, this upcoming. And, and uh, by the way, in. Amal is fading the bees. Uh, correct, Amal, Sean? Well, I'm going to tell you right on the plebs, not a, it's, they're not a lock. I'm going to tell you right now, Shesterkin's still a better goaltender than Olmark. Olmark's had a better season. And I need Olmark for everything to win the Vesna. I've taken him from 30 to 25 down as low as minus 150 to win the Vesna. But to me, the one thing I would point out is they played great. The defense in front of him has been outstanding. Pasternak is tremendous. This is a great move by Boston to sign him long-term. But I'll just say one thing. 97, when Pasternak was getting on his heels for the Rocket Richard, he said, don't worry about it, man. I'll just score 10 goals in the next five games. <laughs> it's over. It's over. He just said, listen, I am the best player since Lemieux. It's over. <laughs> I, I would say, Maul, I am worried about the Rangers. You bring in Patrick Kane, obviously. Uh, Tarasenko, Tarasenko, their top yeah. two lines are great. But can they play defense? Can they be gritty? I don't know. I'm all in on this Bees team, but it's going to be tough. Everyone's loading I, up in the East. Should be a great uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. I, I think you bring up a great point there when you reference Boston. They, they defend better than New York does. That's the one thing I would look at with the Rangers defensively. They're not quite as good. However, I look at the skill position offensively. To me, you man, mentioned that along with Artemi Panarin and these guys. I think this team is really dangerous. Tarasenko, for people that didn't know, came over from St. Louis. Of course, you referenced Patrick Kane as well. And then to me, when you get into the playoffs, if you've got that dude at goaltender, which they have in Igor Shesterkin and Linus Olmark and Swayman have been that all year long, I still feel like New York is a very dangerous team. Not saying Boston's not going to win it. I think they've, they've had one of the great seasons of all time. We were talking about where they could be historically. But when you got to go through 16 games out of potential 28, you, even though you perform great during the regular season, that's one of the things, guys, I love about the NHL playoffs. You could be an eight seed and you can win the cup. We saw it in Los Angeles in 2012 when Sutter led that team with Jonathan Quick and Nett. There's absolutely, there's nothing like the NHL playoffs, <laughs> literally. Even if you don't watch one regular yeah. season game, get into the playoffs and you'll get into hockey. I can assure you of that. Uh, Josh, as we say, by the way, uh, you, you did a write-up on Arizona USC. Can we jump into that game? Because this is a fascinating matchup. Arizona's on the road tonight, Pac-12 at USC. They're laying two. Where did this open? And what are you playing here, Josh? Yeah, Patrick, I'm going to take the points here with uh, with USC at home. I was lucky enough to get a plus two and a half earlier today. Line's dropping down a little bit here. But a couple things to look at USC for tonight. Number one, it's your most heavily bet game of the night. 11 o'clock ESPN. This is kind of that late night game, you know, in college football on a Saturday. It's the Hawaii game, the game that you chased late. This is going to be your most heavily bet game overall of the night. Primetime matchup. And it's just a huge public play toward Arizona. You're getting across the board right now using our VEASAN.com bet splits. About 80% of bets going with Arizona. And again, look at our board right now how do you not take the number eight team in the country only laying two points it seems like a really obvious play here uh but to me this creates a good opportunity to bet against the public again i want to go contrarian not just blindly every game but in the most heavily bet games with the most public action most public bias so you have that element of just uh 
only 20% of bets here at home on USC. Ken Palm also only has USC losing by one point. So if you're getting a two, two and a half, you have a little bit of an actionable edge there. What I like about this one, Patrick, is a couple system matches. And then also the way this line is kind of broke back toward USC, because a lot of these books open as low as Arizona minus one, minus one and a half. They got all the way up to minus two and a half. And whenever I see a line move that goes toward the public, I'm always looking toward uh, kind of a line of demarcation. Like, does it get to a point where it's just, hey, this has moved too much. Now we're going to start to see buyback the other way. It looks like that was plus two and a half, bringing this line back now down to two across the board. So I'll take the points in this spot. We have seen unranked uh, teams versus ranked opponents do very well, just kind of fading that hashtag obvious play, the team that's ranked over the team that isn't. But going the other way, taking the unranked team, it's 57% against the spread this year. You'd be up 42 units. It's been a really good angle. In particular, if you're a home unranked uh, unranked team versus a ranked opponent in a conference game, you're even better. You're 60% ATS. So uh, I'll take the points with USC guys. Again, Ken Palm's only got a one-point game. We saw it get to two and a half. All movement has been back toward uh, USC here. They're 14-1 and one at home. They have the better defense. I'm going to take USC in the points here tonight. Yo, Applebaum, you know what I call Arizona-USC tip at 11 o'clock your time? I call that a gummy game. Pop a gummy and bet some college hoops. You feel me? Let's go to Shaw. Oh, I feel you. He's, <laughs> wink, wink. You know what I'm – yeah, it's legal, bro. Don't worry about it. Let's go to Shaw, who's never done anything. He's a teetotaler, never had a drink, never popped a gummy. No, I, I uh, your a, thoughts? Last time I had a drink was my 21st birthday. Show me your birthday. ways, Amal. The uh, Arizona just, uh, USC. This is where, where you at on listen, this Listen, SC's playing well. They won four in a row. I tell you, Boogie Ellis has been underrated for this team all year long. The big concern for me for the Trojans is can they control the glass? Tabellus should be the big, t- uh, excuse me, the Pac-12 player of the year. He's been outstanding. Ballo's also a tough one inside. The one weakness I see with Arizona, and this is a crucial point for Arizona, is Kerr Carissa. He is the weakest link of the five starters out there with Pella, with Ramey, and of course the two other guys I mentioned. But I, I think Andy Enfeld's team, this is an important game for them in terms of their push towards March. This is a good opportunity. I like Josh's play here. I didn't play this game, but I think you can make a compelling argument, a stronger argument for SC than you would for Arizona uh, necessarily being on the road to the Galen Center tonight. I think that might have to be a regular segment, a gummy game, Applebaum. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, and, by, and we do appreciate, as you mentioned, when we brought you in and introduced you for the first time here on Sharp Money, we appreciate you saying you've wanted to come on the show for forever. The show started on Monday, so we can't <laughs> snap it on for that long, but we do appreciate you nonetheless. Uh, what else? What else you got tonight, Josh? I, I, I can't find your text, so I do apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, Patrick. Yeah, I got another gummy game for you. This one's even later tonight. This is 1130. Ooh, so give it to uh, me. put on a pot of coffee. We're going with the Dine guys, Pepperdine here. That's what I'm looking at tonight. Pepperdine is playing Pacific. This is the first round of the Western Conference, uh, Western Conference Athletic Conference uh, Conference Tournament here. That's about way too many conferences in one sentence. But uh, line move toward Pepperdine, guys. It's a late game. It's kind of low bet. It's a little bit obscure. I don't know if the public is really, you know, aware of this late game or they didn't really have, haven't gotten get gotten down too much on this late game. Uh, uh, but what we've seen here is a move toward Pepperdine. Pepperdine open as low as minus one. They've gotten bet up to minus two. I'm seeing some shops even creep up now, guys, to minus two and a half. Uh, what I like about this one is a really good bet split here. They're only getting 50% of bets, Pepperdine, but almost 90% of the money. So when I'm going to our VEASAN.com bet splits page, and again, percentages aren't the end-all be-all, but to me, it's something you got to be aware of because it'll tell you a lot of the story of A, where's the public, and B, where's the sharps. When I see it like a split ticket count, and yet the money is like 30 40% higher, that's just a good indication that maybe the public uh, hasn't really taken a position, but the, the respected bettors who put down bigger amounts have taken a position. So we're seeing this line move toward Pepperdine. And also guys, I love this very fishy angle of Pepperdine is only nine and 21. They've got a really bad record, 
why do they open as a favorite on a neutral court and become more of a favorite against a team that's 14 and 17? Like, why is the line going to the 9 and 21 team? That just seems fishy to me. You look at a lot of these stack categories and the way that Pepperdine's been playing recently. They've been, they've been playing better basketball. So, again, we got a line move toward a bad record team. It's kind of a low – it's a low bet game with a line move and a good bet split here. I'm looking at Pepperdine on the money line, guys, and you look at why – I like to money line these short favorites. Imagine if you had uh, laid the points there last night with TCU. Guy hits a meaningless three. You lose your spread play. You pay a little more juice on the money line. You cash that bet. So I always money line short favorites. Stick with the WCC. I've got one for both of you. San Diego, Portland. <laughs> these are two garbage defensive teams. Ken Palm, as far as adjusted defensive rate uh, efficiency, has got San Diego at 337 and Portland at 271. Portland, Portland's actually a fun team to watch. I know Amal stays up late and watches them because all they do <laughs> is bomb threes. They shoot threes <laughs> over 44% of the time. They also live at the free throw line. Uh, again, neither team can defend a three when you're talking San Diego and Portland. Now, Portland did beat San Diego twice this year. So if you want to lay the number, it's right now five. I'm going to go over here, 158. In fact, I got a couple of shops, including Circa showing 157. So I'll take the 157 and go over San Diego, Portland again these two teams like to bomb and don't play defense them all. <laughs> I think it's a great point you make in this matchup here, Patrick. And the other thing, remember, uh, Lavin's the coach at San Diego. Eric Williams is going to be a game-time decision in this one. He's had a tremendous season for the Toreros. But this is a team that will foul. We'll, we should get over this 157.5 with both teams shooting better than 35% from the three-point line. This should be a higher-scoring game. Uh, one other thing I want to add on Josh's plan, the Pepperdine Pacific game. This is a game that both of these games that we're referencing right now are going to take place at the Orleans Arena. So don't see Portland as the home team and being in Portland or UOP in uh, Stockton in this one. These are both in Las Vegas. Yep. Josh, you want to hang out again? You want to hang out another segment? Yeah, if you, if you want to have me, I got some NHL plays. Yeah, I got an NBA go total for you, too. Listen, sharp money is about to hang. Okay, so don't go anywhere. <laughs> Josh Applebaum, of course, VEASAN host. He's going to hang out with Amal Shaw and I coming up next here. Sharp Money, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome back. This segment of Sharp Money is presented by Zinn. Nicotine pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. If you're a smoker or a dipper who's tried making a change, no one would blame you for thinking all newer nicotine products have one thing in common. They don't work. They're either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for. But Zinn nicotine pouches might surprise you. Unlike the other forms of nicotine, Zinn is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. It's an upper lip pouch. It means you don't have to spit. So no dippers. Uh, you can throw away those spit bottles. Those are disgusting. And smokers, you might be surprised to learn that Zen offers up to no to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Wow, plus Zen is low profile enough to enjoy anywhere, anytime. You might be surprised how simple and satisfying Zen really is. Buy Zen online or find a store near you. Zen.com, Z-Y-N.com. And we appreciate the sponsorship from you, Zen, as we welcome you back here on Sharp Money. He's Amal Shaw. I'm Patrick Maher. Hope you're having a nice March 2nd this Thursday. Uh, Josh Applebaum is joining us as well. Of course, you get the morning bets, VEASAN's daily morning bets, and you actually just drop Market Insights every afternoon, and you just dropped that one, right, Josh? Yeah, just came out, Patrick. So, yeah, you're, you're, uh, you know, your you're shot and then your chaser later in the day. Your morning bets, then your Market Insights. And what I like to do, Patrick, is kind of compare what I'm thinking of and looking at early in the morning versus later in the afternoon. So, to me, like, if I make a bet – for example, like on, on USC here, I got the two and a half. I'm feeling good right now because I bet that thing 6 a.m. Now, later today, it's down to two. Now, sometimes it goes the other way where, you know, you bet a two and a half, the lines up to three or four and you get nervous. But uh, I think what's important to me is that like sports betting is 24 seven. And there are pros that, you know, when everyone's sleeping at two, three a.m., they're going to hit a total and cause some line to move. So it's just kind of, you know, I'm a night owl by nature, so I'm not really a morning person. But this uh, morning bets pot has helped me to kind of uh, be aware of kind of a, a time during the day where if if you're asleep, you don't notice it. But if you're tracking your live odds page, you can see pros getting down and that can be a big advantage. Speaking of being a night owl, 
Amal Shaw was out with the boys last night. I saw on Twitter you were Ooh. posting pictures hanging out <laughs> late night. What were you up to? Well, I was at the UNLV game. I spent about the first 30 minutes of the first half walking around the arena on the phone. I was like, have you ever tried to watch UNLV basketball? <laughs> <laughs> so you were that bored? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I just went over there to say hello to Tim Doyle. And uh, so I, I got a good five laps in around the arena. As you can see the attendance behind us, there must have been at least two, 300 people there. Yeah, tre- tremendous pictures. Dave Ross, <laughs> our buddy Dave Ross, yeah. there's Tim Doyle. Amal Shaw popping that pink, though. Uh, let's go to hockey. Yeah, I look like uh, I Josh ate three Applebaum. people, by the way, in that photo. <laughs> we were talking about, and, and Amal brought it up, the Kraken in year two have been tremendous. It really is a fascinating story how well they played this year, and you're on the Kraken tonight. Yeah, I'm going to take the Kraken. So let's release the Kraken, guys. I'm after it tonight. And what I think is important, guys, right now when you're betting sports, you know, you have people have different philosophies how they bet. You know, my style is the data-driven angle, the betting systems, looking at bets and dollars and line movement. But I think you also got to kind of be aware of certain times during the year where as a better, you have a heightened advantage. So right now in the NHL, I think the advantage is all these trades going down. Like, I don't remember a trade deadline. It's not, it hasn't even happened yet. It's still tomorrow. There could be more moves, but we're seeing more moves. I feel like this week than ever before. So I think as a better, if you're betting on the NHL, I'm looking to bet against teams that are selling and giving up their players and they're going to be subtracting. And I'm looking to bet on teams that have added and brought in some guys. It's not just, you know, adding or subtracting players, but also kind of the message that it sends to your locker room of, Hey, they believe in us. We're bringing in some reinforcements versus, Hey, they're building for the future. And you know, they don't really expect much of a, uh, much of us this year. Year. So it's not really a pro Kraken play. Like what I like about the Kraken is just that this line has moved a bit in their favor. I think it's a low price on a pretty good team. They open like minus 110. They're close to like minus 120 at this point. You've seen these road favorites off a of window very well, around 65%. But it's more of a bet against Detroit, Patrick. Your Red Wings here, who Stevie Wise taken over, and I get he's building for the future, but you just traded away Tyler Bertuzzi, one of your better forwards to the Bruins. You just traded Philip Haronic, who was one of your, I think he led the team in, in, uh, in points for defensemen. He's now out as well. So I just see one team Detroit selling. I see one team uh, who's building on a pretty good year after an expansion team season. I'm going to take the crack in here with a good system play with a good line move. I think these are the teams you want to bet against like Detroit who are selling off their guys. I hope you don't have a Zen in your lip because I'm going to bust your lip. If you ever talk badly about Steve Eiserman. Okay. He's a <laughs> God in the state of legend. Michigan in the, in the city of Detroit, your take on Josh's take Shaw. I agree with him. I thought he made a great point in terms of looking at teams to fade based on the fact that they've kind of traded away or depleted their roster. I wanted to ask Josh, uh, you know, last night the stars were, I think almost four to our favorites against the coyotes. When you have a game like this, uh, stars win that game four two. They trailed two one early, so you know, good opportunity on in play. Probably get stars around minus one sixty one seventy. But are you a puck line guy? Because I in hockey, I don't do the puck line. I, I just think it can be very dangerous at times. But there's also the advantage of not having to pay as much of a price. So I think it's a great question, Mal. I'm right there with you. I think Patrick would probably agree. I just don't yeah. really bet many puck lines because. I think the point being is like, it's almost like in baseball too. Like, you know, DeGrom's on the bump. The, the, the Mets are now the Texas Rangers are, you know, minus 300. Ooh, I could take a, you know, a run line minus one and a half win by two or more cut my price in half. I think there's just an automatic, Hey, let me go. And there are, I don't want to dismiss it and say there aren't advantages to going puck line or run line. There definitely are. And there are a lot of cases where you can win and profit, but the NHL is different. Once you uh, go puck line here, you're forfeiting an opportunity to win in overtime or win in a shootout. Uh, obviously to me, when you see these 
these big numbers, if you're a minus 400, it's either a layoff because as a bet versus bet to win better, if I'm risking one unit on a minus 400 team, I'm getting a quarter of a unit back. It's just really not worth it. Or as you mentioned, maybe you get down and get a better live line. Uh, also, I would mention too, sometimes you see unders, like if you get a six and a half in a hockey game with a big favorite, sometimes that team can get up four nothing and kind of just ice that thing away. But to your point, I'm all, I'm just not a puck line guy. It, uh, to me, I want the opportunity to, to win a game in a shootout or overtime. And you don't get that if you're on the puck line. Same in Amal, you agree with me in baseball as far as run line. I'll take plus plus, but I'm never I don't lay a run and a half. Oh, I I do it all day. The the math supports it. When you look at the number of teams in terms of games you win, let's say you make a bet straight up and if the team loses, so you're saving the money there. But I'm a huge, huge proponent of run lines in baseball. Okay, well then why don't you do the homework tonight and come back with those numbers tomorrow? I <laughs> dare <a> you. <laughs> Dude, I dare I, you. I don't know who this guy thinks he's dealing with. I don't know what, who you've been working with, <laughs> but let me tell you right now, buddy, I've been doing this for a long time. No problem. I'll have the numbers for you tomorrow. I'll give you the one run, one run. <laughs> oh, 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 really? Oh, really? You're going to prepare. You're going to prepare for the show. <laughs> Dustin, write that down. I'm blown. He's going to come back with these Is there anything he's asked me about that's non MMA or golf related that I can't answer? <laughs> now, I think you're going to agree with me here. You just talked about, regulation versus overtime, the Panthers tonight, let's throw up the number. The Preds have waved the white flag. They've traded everybody. They can't just rely on goaltending the Panthers. While the Panthers are a weird team. This is the team of all that you and I both loved last year. I love the Panthers last year, this year, they're in a race for the playoff spot here. They're a weird team, but they're near full strength. They have a ton to play for Nashville's going the other way. Uh, regulation, no overtime for me. You can get about a dollar twenty-five, a dollar thirty. Amal, I'll start with you. I'm going to go sixty-minute line here with the Panthers. I, I like to play good win against Tampa the other night. Dominant performance uh, at the Ice Palace in Tampa. This is a good opportunity. You mentioned this Preds team going in the wrong direction, and when you look at the standings right now in the Western Conference, it's going to be tough. Uh, for some of these teams that are behind to be able to really be able to make a push. Colorado, speaking of which, in the West is really coming on. Josh, where are you at? I think you're on the Panthers as well tonight. I am. So I bet the Panthers earlier today from the morning bets pot, I got them at minus 167. So I think again, when, whether you're have a wow. pregame uh, play or you bet it early or late, I think that's going to kind of uh, kind of help you approach the way you're going to bet it now. Like for me, I'm just happy. I got a good number. So I'm just going to ride this thing out. Now I, I, to your point, Patrick, you can save a little bit of juice here just to make sure you win in regulation. I could definitely see a case for that. Um, I'm not going to take a shot on Nashville. No way here, but I would say uh, with Florida minus 200, I'm not that wary of laying minus 200s in hockey. I know it's kind of a bigger number. You're risking a unit. You're trying to get a half unit back, but this is that same angle guys. If you're betting hockey, this is kind of the blueprint play here where you mentioned it, Patrick Nashville is getting rid of everybody. Uh, Johansson's hurt, but then they traded away Matthias Ekholm, uh, Granlund, Niederreiter, uh, Tanner Janot. I mean, this is a team that is really going for next year, going for draft picks against a Florida team uh, who again, hasn't been quite as good as they were last year but starting to get a little mojo going. We've also seen in this spot, a uh, sweet spot favorites. If you're a big favorite between minus 175 and minus 225, you're winning 71% of your games with about an ROI of 7%. And then also backup goalie here, Kevin Lankinen is going to be in net, not UC sorrow. So I'm with you guys. It's either a take the minus 200. You're, you're happy if you got a better number or Patrick at this point, maybe your play on the uh, regulation line could be worth it. Speaking of which, Josh sent over a great stat the other day. I asked him about the Bruins going back-to-back. -back. So the Bruins on the second leg of a back-to-back -back this year are 6-2. and two, So they're clicking about 75%. Uh, 123 and 161 for all NHL teams on the second leg of a back-to-back. -back. 123 and 161, Josh. 
Yeah. So typically I'm going to try to bet against these teams on a back-to-back, especially in hockey, a very grueling sport here. But to your point, Patrick, there are some teams that you kind of watch every day. You get some Intel on, you say, Hey, could be worth it. Remember that game with Olmark where he stood on his head. I mean, everyone who bet the Bruins the other night against Edmonton, they all Olmark a beer here because I mean, he was just unbelievable. But the whole point being it's a back-to-back, but if you have like your backup goalie in the first game and you saved your really good goalie for the second game, that could be a reason that you do bet on some of these teams back-to-back. Olmark, uh, our buddy Amal Shaw is going to quit the show if he wins. <laughs> don't, don't, either that, that or I'm going to hang I'm... myself if he doesn't. So either way, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> Daily morning bets. Josh Applebaum, of course, market insights in the afternoon. Thank you, Josh. Zach Harper, Thanks, guys. Have a great NBA reporter. Next. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network. I still can't get over that open. I don't know about you, Amal, but when I'm pointing at you, I just laugh because we weren't talking about anything constructive. It was very embarrassing having to do that pre recorded thing with you. I just keep my eyes closed during that segment. <laughs> As we welcome you back here, a little family sweat. With Indiana State, you got an update for me? We're on the under. It's not a sweat. It's It's not not a sweat. sweat. We're we're getting our teeth kicked in. So I just donated. I just donated a hundred bucks to the big guy, and he just donated it to the South Point. Okay, what's the score right now? Then Evansville and Indiana State. What do you got? Forty-six twenty-eight at the break. uh, Indiana State. Okay, so I was talking about KD's debut last night. The spacing was ridiculous. I enjoyed watching that team. Zach Harper joins us, the athletic NBA writer, SiriusXM NBA radio host at Talk Hoops. He's a social media superstar and a guy that Zach Harper, as we say hi to you. Yeah. I was having you on mad probably around 2014, 2015. We've been talking for about the association for a very long time, my friend. Welcome. I I Thank you so much for for having me for including me on this. Uh, yeah, it was so long ago that we were like, hey, I think uh, I think Stan Van Gundy can fix the Pistons. I think that's where we <laughs> like that's how long ago the like our our friendship and relationship started. It was like we we're like, yeah, I think SBG's got it with in Detroit. They'll they'll figure it out. They'll get rid of Josh Smith. It, it, they'll figure it out. Did you take some did gummies you before what that he comment? did on the way? <laughs> he knew he was getting fired, so he threw that hail mary for Blake Griffin. Amal, you remember, and he screwed the franchise moving forward, Shaw. I don't disagree with you, but I just want to know, were you on gummies when you mentioned the Stan Van Gundy thing? In what world did anybody think Stan Van Gundy could Look, coach? Man, no, we were in on Stan Van Gundy. Van Gundy kind of had a high profile at that point. He Zach. got he got Jameer Nelson and Courtney Lee to the NBA finals. Like, yeah, Dwight Howard had a big part of that. But I mean, the starting backcourt, Jameer Nelson and, and Courtney Lee, like it looked good. And he passed up the Warriors. You think, all right, this guy passes up coaching Steph Curry. He knows what he's doing. Turns out we were wrong, but I feel like the, you know, the, the homework was correct. Uh, Zach, yeah. I'm not giving you a hard time on that. It's just that I've never been a Stan Van Gundy guy. And I love when Pat says, listen, buddy, get the hell out of here. I'm just going to go get a rink. I mean, that's, that's what you do. But that isn't that when you knew when Eric Spolster was a real deal, because yeah. LeBron's like, Hey man, you get the itch. He's like, Nope, no, it's just here. So, and I was like, wow, it, it's, it's so true. And speaking of rings. So this is a gambling network, Zach. So we were talking yeah. about the number now for a championship in the suns is four and a half to one. That's way too short. It's, it shouldn't be that short, but obviously the market reaction to reacting to KD, I fell in love with this team last night. Like the spacing on offense is going to be amazing. I thought they were going to have problems on defense, but if he commits on defense, this is a very, they're going to be a problem. The Suns. 
Yeah, I, I think the issue for them is depth, right? Because one through five, you look at their lineup of Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Torrey Craig, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton, they can play defense. Like that's a good defensive unit. Torrey Craig's really good defensively. Like I know he kind of gets pushed aside, but he's really good. Um, they just don't have a ton of depth there. And like, you know, picking up Terrence Ross isn't going to help you with the defense. And I don't know how much help they need on offense, but you saw last night, like, yeah, it's the Hornets, no LaMelo ball. You can all the qualifiers out there. He got a layup for his first bucket. And then everything after that was jumper after jumper after jumper. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. Just absolutely nothing. And I, did anyone even notice Devin Booker had 37 last night? It was the easiest 37 of his career. I think that's a great point. Patrick was, you know, he was saying that you look at the tandem now between Booker and Durant, probably the best two in the NBA at this point in time. My concern is, can these other guys, we know what KD's going to do in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He'll get you the 30 per night. Can Booker, can the walnut grabber himself, Chris Paul, can these guys deliver when the chips are down? Uh, Booker, I have no doubts. And I think yeah. Booker can deliver uh, Chris Paul. You know, there's a, there's a history there. I don't, <laughs> I, I'm not just going to go out there and say like, yeah, man, he's got it. There are times where I've really believed in Chris Paul in the playoffs. And then at this point I'm like, I don't know. He's going to tear his shoulder. He's going to get COVID. He's going to hurt his ankle, whatever the excuse is going to be. There's going to be one, but I do believe like, look, Kevin Durant, Yes, there are injury concerns there. And I, I get why you say like 20, 20 games, not enough to build championship chemistry. I get all those concerns. Kevin Durant is the ultimate cheat code. There's nothing, there's literally nothing you can do. He almost took down the bucks a couple of years ago, just because he didn't, because his foot's a little too long, right? Like, and that was by himself. Like Kevin Durant, I get why people don't like him. I, I understand the decisions he's made, everything, the Twitter stuff, whatever. That dude is a seven foot sniper. Like he's just like, there's, there's no guarding him. There is only praying. And he looked like last night he was so efficient. His jumper looked so wet. It looked like he hadn't missed any time and he hadn't played since January 8th. So again, I'll stop jocking KD. It's Zach Harper. Talk hoops on Twitter, joining us here on sharp money. Uh, The Clippers, the Clippers are 10 to one to win a championship. They very much are not winning a championship. Here's my question (laughs) for you. They're in golden state tonight. The Clipper yeah. lane three and a half on the road. The totals two thirty one and a half. I'm going over because Zach, the Clippers all of a sudden they don't defend. Why have they right. stopped defending? Uh, well, first of all, I don't know how you bet the Clippers ever because who's playing? I, like, dude, right. do you, can you tell me for sure who's going to play in this game? If you can, then I still think you're going to be drunk or high or something. But um, yeah, the Clippers. It's weird how. Uh, it's weird how you bring in Russell Westbrook and you bring in Norm Powell and you bring in Eric Gordon and you bring in all these guys over the last couple of years. And the defense just kind of goes away when those guys are in guys who don't defend uh, tend to, you know, ruin the defense of even the good ones like Paul George and Zubats and Kawhi Leonard. Um, they don't defend, but, but maybe, I mean, maybe the offense is going to be that good. Like to Russ's credit, he hasn't been bad in these three games. He's been really good, really efficient turnovers a little high, but they're always high with him. It's just, I mean, the Clippers just find a way to screw this up every single time. I mean, that game, that game against the Kings, you're a 14, you scored 145 points, you're 14 with four minutes to go. And I had no doubts the Kings were going to at least force overtime in that moment. Like that's just where the Clippers are at this point where the Kings are more trustworthy than them. I think you make a great point, Zach, in terms of, I, I tell you, I've never done this with any team ever guys where I constantly look every night on the injury report in this Clippers team. Look, I know you look at Curry's out, Wiggins is out tonight, uh, Peyton obviously is out. But to me, I don't think the Clippers should be laying three and a half on the road. I, I get it if you think they can win the game, but there's no reason for this team to be in uh, 
uh, San Francisco tonight to be laying points on the road here. And, and it's just so frustrating between load management and which guy's healthy, which guy's not. It, it's so, so ridiculous with this team. Well, you yeah, just uh, mentioned you, load van. Go ahead, Zach. For, I was going to say, if you could guarantee me that Kawhi Leonard's going to play and he's going to play in the playoffs, I'll believe like even past all the corniness of Paul George and the self-destruction of, of Russell Westbrook, who still thinks it's a one-on-five game. <laughs> I, I'll believe, cause I think Kawhi's that good. I just don't know how you feel confident. And in and, and Amal mentioned load management and how about tanking? There are a few teams that are hella dedicated to losing basketball games the rest of the way. And the San Antonio Spurs are one of those teams. The Pacers are in San Antonio tonight, Zach Lane six. What have they lost 16 straight? No, they no, just they, won. They, they just beat, beat the Jazz. Yeah, oh, they beat they Utah. Were, That's right. That's right. 16 in a row. I, yeah. I, I was looking at the Spurs roster just for fun. It's a fun oh. practice just to go look at who's on that roster because it's a joke. It, it's a complete joke. I mean, good for Keldon Johnson. Someone's got to get those numbers and he's getting those numbers. I was sh- sorry. I I was disrespectful there. Olympic gold medal winner. Keldon Johnson, right? Like that's the, you know, he was there. He was, he played a little bit. Um, yeah. What's crazy. You know, what's crazy about that is like the Pacers have been garbage. I want to say they're like five of their last 22 games or something like that. The Spurs are obviously looking for Victor Wimbanyama. The Spurs lost 16 in a row and still didn't get the worst record in the league because Houston, because Houston is just a complete dumpster fire, but San Antonio that like if they if they lose a game by fewer than 15 points you feel like oh they played really well today <laughs> there was there was one of the bets of the year this year guys second half portland and san antonio i think they were tied they'd scored about 80 points a piece in the first half yeah and portland ends up winning the game by about 18 points and to zach's point i will tell you this big picture wise guys i don't know zach how much you know about uh, victor webb and yama i don't know if you've had an opportunity to interview him or anything yet but to me, I feel like San Antonio is a pretty good landing place based on what I've read from comments from his parents. You know, this hype train is there. This guy's the most hyped guy to come in since LeBron. And I think sometimes being in that smaller market could be a good transition, not only for a young player, but a player coming over that's from overseas. I, I don't think the transition, we just assume, okay, he's going to play basketball. But I don't think it's as smooth and as seamless as everybody else thinks it is. Imagine moving to another country, 18, 19 years old. And I, I know he's here in the States, but... The point is it's not as simplistic as it may sound. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like I I do think where you land matters. I I mean the four greatest odds right now are Charlotte, Detroit, Houston and San Antonio. Do you trust Houston to mold that? I mean, look what they've got going on right now. Detroit, they look like a mess this season in terms of team culture and everything. Uh, Charlotte is owned by Michael Jordan. I, if you want to trust that great, but I, I'm not going to San Antonio. I do think San Antonio, their reputation is a little better than it should be. Um, they've had a lot of issues with players that aren't Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was really the one that set that culture and Greg Popovich did a, did a great job. But in, in terms of, in terms of San Antonio, like I do think they seem to have the best approach for protecting those players. I want to do this with you once a week if you're available. I'm Zach in. Harper, the athletic NBA writer, Sirius XM NBA radio host. You can also hear him on Mad Dog Sports Radio and find him on Twitter at Talk Hoops. You're the best. It's great to see you. I hope to talk to you next week, okay? I'm in. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Okay, thank you, thank you very much. We're coming back with the big guys' top 10 and NBA props. Sharp money.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, UFC 285 is this week, so head over to Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Bet the big names of the UFC 285 card with Parlay Insurance. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. Bet Rivers, it's a whole new game. Sharp Money. Amal Shaw, Patrick Maher, of course, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. We were sweating a bet as a family for about, I don't know, three, four minutes. That's Evansville, Indiana State. The big guy with a $100 free roll. It appears that we are donezo there, Shaw. Well, luckily they decided to play the second half and they've gotten off to a slow start, so we might have a shot. Oh, 
the, we're the, still in this. The, in, the in play number is uh, <laughs> in play number. By the way, I didn't know we could use that term because otherwise I would have said that for Chris Paul. Oh, so he's part of the three. If you just don't. It's better if you just keep talking and don't call attention to it because I'm going to get in trouble. So keep oh, going. Don't worry about it. You, you're 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 like Teflon over here, buddy. You're good. Uh, but in uh, uh, in all seriousness, there's an opportunity here. Hopefully. Look, Evansville shot the ball particularly well from the beyond the perimeter in the first half, and then Indiana State um, was tremendous in terms of shooting the ball, 53%, and then wound up at about 35% from the three-point arc, but initially it was around 40 45% for the most of the first half. All right, well, we're in it. And how's your second half bet going? Uh, it's tight, uh, down three, but they were down as much as uh, 12 in the second half. They cut it to three with five and a half to go. Pulling for you. Now, let's go to the big guy. Out of the dentist chair, into the top 10 for Dustin Sweetelson, executive producer of Sharp Money. And we've got our top 10. And also, you've got some NBA props. And Amal and I will judge you for them. Top 10 boxing movies. So here we go. Number 10 was Ali. Number 8 was Rocky II. Annapolis, whatever that is. is Great movie. Uh, excuse me, 8. A million Dollar Baby was 7. And now we're on to 6. Dustin Sweetelson, what do you got? All right. So number 6 is another, like, absolutely heralded flick like Russell Crowe, Renee Zellweger and Paul Giamatti in 2004, I believe when this came out, like it doesn't get too much bigger than that combo. So it's uh, the story of James Braddock, a washed up boxer in the great depression who gets a shot at the last minute to prove himself when he thinks his career is over. And the next thing you know, he's champion of the world. The number six movie on my top 10 boxing movie list is Cinderella man. Cinderella, Cinderella Man is a song by Eminem. I don't know the movie. I've heard of the movie, obviously, and I've heard the song. Cinderella Man, how much are you up on this one, Amal? I'm familiar with the movie. haven't seen it. I like Russell Crowe, um, but I have not seen this movie. All right, so there it is. Ali, Rocky II, Annapolis, Million Dollar Baby, Cinderella Man. That's an exciting list, big guy. It's, you know I, what I think we're going to do? I think we're going to wrap up the final five on Friday and move on to a new one <laughs> I next think, week. I, dude, we need, we need a top ten with a little bit more Look, juice. Uh, we need a top you, ten with you, a little more vigor, something, something punchier. You know what I do best. I do food best. We're going to do a food list. Eh, maybe we pull back on the pornography. <laughs> no, I don't want to do porn, but you asked me. Oh, I, what said, I do best. I know what you do best, and that's <laughs> well, a lot. Do I, I don't know if this is a thing. But the dental hygienist today, you mentioned me going and getting my teeth drilled in before the show. She was, I'm not going to say violent, but aggressively pulled me by the side of my mouth. And all of a sudden, I looked at her differently after. That's all I'm going to say. I, I don't know if that's a thing people like, but I enjoyed it for some reason. Let me ask you a question. What, aesthetically, were you justified in looking at her differently? Oh, I don't discriminate. Every, I, I appreciate all looks. Got it. Yes. Yes, and I appreciate props. Let's go to the prop king, the big guy, <laughs> Dustin Sweetelson. Zubak, where are you at on this one tonight? All right, so I'm looking for some different angles because there's not a, it's not a big slate in the NBA tonight. So It's Thursday night. Slim, association's light. Yeah, slim pickings. So, and my whole angle is I usually just bet on guys who are benefiting from someone on that team being out for the night. So in this case, I decided to flip my, uh, my mindset. I'm looking at some unders. And an under that jumped out to me is in Golden State and, and the Clippers. Ivica Zubak, I think I said his first name right. He's not listening. Uh, rebound total, set at eight and a half. Like I said, they're playing the Warriors. 
the Warriors aren't a traditional team. They're very much a wing team, and their big is Kevon Looney. So I think there's going to be less opportunities for him to see the floor with the pace of play the Warriors play with. I'm going to go under eight and a half rebounds, and here's why. In his games versus the Warriors the last few times out, here are his rebound totals. Two, four, nine, eight, eight, three, three, four, six. Gone over that total one time. I'm rolling with an under here for a prop bet. I like it. Dort got there yesterday with 19 points last night. He did. He did. That that helped me out. That was a big bounce back. It was a it was an okay night. It was an okay night. The, I got to be honest with back. you, big guy. That was a tremendous breakdown. Your analysis and explanation for the bet was tremendous. Nice work. Well, one more thing I want to add. I'm going to, it's not fun, but I'm going to try and add more under prop bets to my portfolio just because I think with props, we have so many things working against us that could take us away from our bet. Pace of play, uh, foul trouble, or the team decides that they need to change up the strategy. Like, there's an injury. Like, there's so much working against a prop to go over. I'm going to try to start looking for more unders instead. Why why, why are you anti-under? Because I'm a huge under better in general. Because as we established on yesterday's program, for those who missed it, you can go back and watch it on vston.com in the app or uh, listen to the podcast. Uh, You're against fun, and I'm very much a pro-fun person. Well, well, first of all, it makes you think I'm anti-fun. I'm about winning. Winning is fun. Uh Go back to Manifest Betany and tell me how much fun you like having. Hey, why, don't you check, <laughs> why, why don't you check social media and see what people's thoughts on that were? Oh, hold, hold on. Somebody that pretends to be so, excuse me, purports to be so confident actually cares what losers on social media think? Well, first of all, don't insult the audience. But second of all, he was trying no, no, to justify I'm insulting it. anybody that gets involved in social media. It's very much a cesspool for losers. Uh, the thing is, he was justifying it was a good segment. It was terrible. Listen, you can't make a bet based on geography. I've never made a bet going, yeah, you know what? Tonight, I like SC at home because they're on in on the West Coast. You know, I like North Texas tonight against Middle Tennessee because it's in the South. But it's all about mindset. You can go into your day looking for fun, or you can go into your day not looking for hey, fun. The title you went into bu- Manifest Betany looking for it to not be good. Therefore, no, it was no, no, not no, good. No, 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 no. First of all, it's like a joke. If you have to explain it multiple times, it's probably not that funny. There was nothing funny about it. No, I'm there just was, saying it was but, an analogy. Hold on, hold on. Let me mediate here for a second. You brought a new segment to the table yesterday. Yeah. It was show three of Smart Money. We're just getting used to working with each other and working with Amal Shaw. You brought a new segment, and let's be honest, he steamrolled it. He absolutely crushed your segment. He did no preparation for it, and you were steaming after the show. Let's and, be fair. And and by the way, he may not be wrong that the segment stinks. Yeah, I'm no, not totally. denying that. All I'm saying is try it out before we crush it. Well, here's the thing. And to my fault, it was my fault that I didn't completely understand what he was trying to pitch. And so I get your point you're saying in the preparation, but look, I just can't make a bet based on location. Yeah, I mean, philosophically, it was bigger than that from Dustin's perspective. It was more, the problem I have is it appears you two are starting to hate each other, and I'm awkwardly stuck in the middle. No, now, you're the not. Good you're news in Los is Angeles. I live in California, <laughs> you and you two have to sit in studio together. That's the good news for you me. You left it. It's the two of us who have to be there with no one in the middle. There's just glass between us. <laughs> the big guy. Listen, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. 
I said there's an 88% chance it was going to be a disaster, Bethany, or whatever you called it, and a 12% chance it was going to be a success. Amal made sure it was a 100% chance it was going to be a disaster. <laughs> That's one thing we do know. I look forward to you know it what? next week. I, listen, you, you were questioning my confidence. And as a person who's confident, I will take full ownership of being wrong on it. I should have given it a better thought and a better opportunity. However, that car crashed and burned. You're the type of guy that doesn't respect Dustin Sweetelson. Oh, my God. Let me ask you a question. Do those gummies come with other things in there, like Haterade? What the hell are you talking about, buddy? I same just said game, Clippers. Same game, Clippers-Warriors. I'm over the 231.5. I talked about the Clippers being the second best over team away from home. The splits are crazy. Golden State, the best over team in the NBA. And the Clippers, Amal Shaw, they just aren't defending. They're 0-3 since the break. They gave up 176 to the Kings. Yes, double overtime. 134 to the Nuggets. Yes, overtime. But they have just been a disaster. Every metric you look at defensively. And Golden State's been rolling. I, it's shock, shocking. But the nine games without Steph, they're the fourth best offensive rating in basketball. I'm going to go over this 231 and a half. You agree? I don't think it's a bad play. I know, uh, you know, when you look at it, it's a high total. Uh, Dustin referenced some of the injuries concerns from a Golden State standpoint. This is a more of a perimeter-based team. But in today's NBA, if you take an under, you are holding your breath. I think the only time you want to take an under is if the number gets way out of whack. Let's say it gets to 250 on the end game, 240, what have you. you got a much better number. You have a better opportunity to go with the under there. I, I like your call here, Patrick. I, I'm all I joke, but it was 2012, 2010, somewhere right around there. They were posting totals 180 in the NBA. Oh, absolutely. You regularly see 230 pluses in the NBA getting posted now. I, I still remember one of my best bets of all time Boston and the Nets, 1996, 220. And they barely scored 200 points in a game. <laughs> that is, that's old school NBA. From a disastrous top 10 list to a Hall of Famer in the industry. Vinny Maliulo joins us next. Good try, big guy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.